welcome back to another episode of Nook's Tavern, the Animal Crossing podcast you love to love. Sitting with me right now is my co-host, Mr. Philip Keating. How are you doing? I'm all right, Kurt. How are you doing today, man? I am doing great. Although, man, I need to sell some turnips. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's been an interesting turnip week for me. I could say that much. Yeah, how Oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I unloaded them. I, I finally, you know, I, I didn't get the price that I wanted, but I unloaded them. So, a uh, friend of the show, B-Mel, uh, graciously opened up his gate, and I went in there, and I unloaded all of them at, like, a 162. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I saw that. That was, like, 162, and and uh, I haven't had a chance to unload them yet. Uh, I'm a little... I'm concerned that I'm going to have to sell tomorrow, and I'm, I'm concerned that I'm not going to get a good price. Well, I made my money back, so yep. that's a thing, and that's really all I care about, right? I paid 90 and I got 160-something, 162, 164, so. Yeah, I paid 90 and right now in my town, it's at 62. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've been, I've been I think it's at 61 or 64 for me. And I've been there all week, so it's been it's been real fun uh, sweating these these uh, turnip prices out, not knowing you know where we're gonna get on them. So when I saw the when I saw the the one sixty two today, I was like, I got I gotta go, I gotta take it. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I I I don't like the turnip game. It's 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 not my favorite thing. Uh, but I ju- I need some cash. It's true, and normally, you know, I get out of the turnip game around Tuesday or Wednesday. So, you know, somebody in the Discord hits that four to five hundred dollar mark, and I'm like, "Yeah, dope." But for the yeah. last couple of weeks, it's really been, it's been slow, slow grind, and like people that normally have these higher end prices are just tossing up sixties and forties. Like Captain Hygiene normally has a good price, and he has been throwing up brick shots. For the last couple of weeks. Oh, thank you for adding the word brick shots. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So, how is your how is your island been? How's your week been? Uh, well, <clears throat> I have finally started cleaning up my island a little bit. My what, island has been that mean? kind of. Well, I've I've had a lot of stuff just all over the place. Uh, just I've I've set things up outside. I've I've I kind of dropped. DIY recipes on a little place in pat in the in in front of the airport, and it just doesn't look good. So I just started cleaning up everything, in preparation for me to actually really kick in and start designing um, my island. Well, and were you just doing rearranges, or were you just tossing things out there to kind of hopefully push towards that that five star rating? It initially it was the three star rating. It really was just dumping stuff on uh, in, on the ground and seeing if that would help things. And sure, and it did. And I got you know K- the KK concerts, so cool. Uh, but um, yeah, it's time it's time to start terraforming and rearranging and seeing my vision come to life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else happen exciting for you this week? Do you uh, do you uh, do you have anything you know that you finally completed or anything like that? Well, as a matter of fact, I finally completed my fossil museum. Yay! It was I was so happy, except that now um, I'm kind of wondering 
the big meta question, which is now what? Like, and so I know I've got bugs and fish to complete, and that's going to take a long time. Sure. But people are going to start completing their museums. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of, like, the seasonal ones if and for the people who don't time travel. But then what? Well, I mean, you always have the, the art museum that will never be finished because Red would actually have to show up to your island for you to actually finish that. Oh, boy. I am so glad you brought that up. <laughs> because how many times have you seen the trawler? Uh, on my own island or just in total? No, on your own island. Three times. Holy cow. Really? Yeah. Yep. Um, that is amazing to me. Uh, I've seen it once, like the day after he showed up in the plaza. Yeah, and I, I wonder if, uh, I wonder why. I, I, I don't think he's coming in enough, but he's certainly, I, you know, I've caught him on Friends Islands, e- even today, when I went to, to B-Mail's Island to sell my, my, my turnips, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go up there just to check. And sure enough, the trawler was up there, and I go in, and three out of the four pieces were real. And I was like, whoa. Hey, so now. How, how did you know they were real? Uh, well, he bought one, and the okay. other two paintings I recognized. So, Oh, okay. And then so you're, the, not, the, you're not looking up the online resources for how to tell they're fake or not? No, I certainly wouldn't want to waste 5,000 bells on uh, – I, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me redact that. <laughs> um. Well, some of them are just very obvious, and then right. uh, some of them are not so much. Like, the statue of David has a book in his hand, right? So that's pretty obvious. That Wait, he doesn't always have a book? Not in his hand. <laughs> um, it's usually so- balancing on his head. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I've, I've seen him three times on my island, and then I've ran into him, you know, a couple times on, on other people's islands. Again, we're talking about Red, not the Statue of David. Correct. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, no, I haven't really visited him on other people's islands. I probably should do that if I ever want to see him again, because I'm just not catching him Correct. On my and, and that's the thing, right? you got to also remember, like, you can't buy twice in one day. So even if he does come to your island and then your friend's island, you, you can only purchase one thing right. between the two locations. So That actually brings up, I, I wonder if we should do that on the Discord in, in you know we oh, we post turnip prices, but I'm I wonder if people should just have a red sighting channel. Um, you know what? It's not a bad idea, uh, but you know I I feel like people would know well enough to like say, hey, you know Red's on our island because they already do that with well I guess they they sometimes do it with Leaf, but with CJ and Flick you can't uh, you can't sell if that's not your island, you know. Right. So, well, I had a villager move out, like I said before, and I was hunting. I've been hunting for my favorite <laughs> villager. I'm sorry. That sounded like you were hunting for villagers. So, I mean, I kind of <laughs> am, right? I, I'm going on these these hunting trips <laughs> with a plane trying to track down my, my best friend, uh, Pytro. The clown ram. Oh, I love geez. him so much. Um, so bad. He's so terrible. No, he's incredible. <laughs> he's incredible. And he's the best villager in the game. And as I was searching, 
the next day I had a for sa- or a sold sign outside of my house. And they and moved they moved a villager in there without giving I didn't give consent for that villager to move in. Really? And I, was pr- I was pretty upset because I, I I like going to the islands, right, and finding right. new characters. You know, even if I'm not going to take them home and tell them to move in, at least you know you get to see a rotation of different kind of characters coming through. But no, they moved in Frigga, which is a snotty penguin, into into my town. Hmm. And I was I was angry. Not you know not real angry. Like how angry can you really get? But I was just right. like. Oh man, like I was really hoping to to get my clown ram in there. And I got a report that she is so wonderful. Oh really? She, yeah, she's good. She's good. She's okay. real cynical and and mean. So it kind of fits, you know, with Beardo and a couple of the other uh, angry people on my island. She's kind of a a perfect fit for our uh ragtag team of warriors that are on city 17 actually i really do want beardo on my island he's great (laughs) he's wonderful he's i haven't had him in past games since my first time with beardo and he's slowly creeping into like my top five favorite villagers of all time he's just he's so old and i (laughs) love him (laughs) i love him for it and if you talk to him twice he's like are you stalking me? What's going on, man? Right. Like, what? I mean, I talked to you twice, man. He's like, I'm going to have to get a publicist. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> I did have a, uh, I did have a, uh, an Islander move out this week as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it was all right. He talked to me first. He said, Hey, I'm thinking about going somewhere else. What do you think? And I'm saying, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it was Hornsby, the rhino. And, uh, yeah, he, he moved in about, two, three weeks ago, and he doesn't do anything. So, <laughs> so get out. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. can't provide me with a DIY every now and then. Just get get out. All right. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, you know, other than giving you recipes, I don't know what more you want from them. I mean, none of them are going to contribute to any kind of, you know, project to make the, the island a little bit better. Well, wait a minute, though. Like, Hornsby never once stood in the plaza singing to KK. And I've got three villagers or three islanders at least that do that on a regular basis. All right, it's time for him to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. kick, kick him out as soon as possible. Right. Oh, so man. he's gone. Good. He's gone. Well, you better find somebody before they find somebody for you. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, more mystery island hopping, I suppose. Yeah, have fun. Happy hunting. <laughs> Thanks. Only without guns. No, just yeah. axes and slingshots. Yeah. 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 What's the worst that could happen? So you brought <laughs> to my attention today yes. a thing about walking in the water of the seas and rivers. And I said, uh, what? The yeah. What does that mean? So uh, I saw a couple of YouTube videos about this. And you know how there was... Um, there was the duplication glitch where you set up a table and you have somebody spin it and it would duplicate the, the item. Yeah. I think they haven't fixed all of those table glitches. And I heard from a person who may or may not be helping in the background of the show uh, tell me that there was a new duping glitch that was found in game. And I said, There is. There I is. Said, I haven't really looked into that yet and mainly because I don't really care to dupe. 
Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I was like, yeah, that seems like that will be patched out very quickly. And yeah. I also don't I don't dupe at all. So, you know, right. you and me are, are always right there uh, in the same boat. But Right. So um, the the walking in water thing is you take like a table that you can. But it's one of those. Ta- it's a it's a platform that you can like sit on, like almost table bench type thing. Okay. And you put an item that you can interact with or grab in front of that. And you have to be one space away from the water. So if you picture uh, a horizontal line or or like the lines on this rug right here. Um, and you you set your table up against the water and then you pull it back one space. You sit on it. And, and have something that you can interact with right in front of you. And you hit the interaction button so that you're kind of grabbing it while you're sitting. Okay. Kind of like this thing right here, right? Yeah. And uh, then you have somebody come to your island. So, and you know how weird things happen when yeah, you know, come Yeah, so I guess it would, it would kick you forward off that... Bench, no. no, what it actually does is it actually makes you stand in the middle of the bench. So it's so it completely glitches out the graphics, but at that point you can move back into the water. Okay. And so you can walk in this in the river. You can uh, you can walk out to the ocean. That's so weird. And you can walk out as far as the until you get to the border. And walk all the way around your island. So you can literally be where the the trawler parks. You can be out in the ocean behind it. And the so only... Then, oh, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. I'll let you... No, no, no. I'm, I'm oh, going to let you finish. So sorry the only, the only thing is that you can't get back on land <laughs> once you do that. Okay. So you have to you have to actually exit the game. What I don't know, because I haven't tried it personally, is whether or not you can get a rescue. Well, that's I. Oh yeah, I guess I guess I don't know. I've never used the rescue service. Neither have I. Neither have I. I don't know if anybody has. Have you anyone? If you have, I mean, tell us through Nook's Tavern at gmail dot com or just tweet it to us. I'm almost positive that's got to cost you Nook tickets, right? Or not tickets, but Nook Nook mileage. I think so. To get to get rescued. The first one might be free. Yeah, give you a taste for free. But then the rescue service gets annoyed. <laughs> well, I mean, a helicopter in real life costs you roughly $21,000. Right. Which isn't covered through insurance. Um, right. But uh, interesting. So uh, do you know how the camera angles would work, you know, once you it, hit the water? It, it works perfectly fine. It just, it just, it's the same angles. Because, well, the other thing is you don't act, there's no depth to the water. Even though when you go out on the dock and you can see it looks like there's depth underneath, yeah, there isn't. You're just walking kind of just in the surf on the surface ish area. Okay, so, so you're the, just uh, treading water. You're just treading water. You're treading water, <laughs> right? right. Um, so the other side effect of this is you can actually, you know, how when you you can build up your terraforming. And you can get up to, I think, three levels high, and you can't go higher because it's, quote-unquote, too dangerous. Yeah. This same trick will allow you to get up to that level. Okay. So what people have been doing is terraforming a large enough platform 
on that. And then when you, because when you get up to that level, you can actually place something if there's enough room. Interesting. So putting like, oh, I don't know, a giant Godzilla monster at the top of a at mountain. At the top of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you can't get down. You can't uh, you can't uh, ladder down from it. But it doesn't matter. You still got to deal with all of that, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's pretty interesting, and it doesn't make the game glitch out as much as you might think it does. It just allows you to do that. And it's it, a it, weird loop. It really is. It really is. And and it it it's a fun little thing that really doesn't break much. So, uh, so yeah, that I thought I found that this week. That was pretty fun. Um, yeah, that that's that's pretty much that on that. So. Um, I think we should try that at some point. Sure, yeah. Let's uh, let's have a water party. Uh, you know, you come to my island and, and get me stuck, and then uh, I'll come to your <laughs> island and get you stuck in the sky. All right, sounds good. Sounds fun. <laughs> well, if right. there's anything this game does, it helps bring people together. Kurt. Absolutely. So have you have you looked at this uh, article yet? Nope. <laughs> so so that's cool. Uh, it's it's an article from the Guardian. And uh, they talk about Animal Crossing hitting at really just the right time uh, for when, you know, everybody's dealing with this coronavirus thing. And I know we don't talk too much about it because, well, that's not what this podcast is about. But no. but they're talking about uh, the the game itself uniting people and why 11 million people are playing the game. Now it's more than that at this point, but yeah, it's way more than that. Um, they they talk about you know even even celebrities you know we've heard the Elijah Wood thing, and uh, AOC uh, has been visiting her Twitter followers, um, and it really seems to be one of those things where people are at home, and it's kind of a chill game because we know that it's you know we've had friends who said it's just downright calming for them to play it, and. Then we're hearing these stories about um, these kind of com- little, even neighborhood groups that are forming uh, group chats with with you know a bunch of mothers who are playing it and uh, dads playing with their kids and and just uh, furloughed friends. That's how they're staying in touch, and yeah. and it's just it's this whole really cool community building that this game, uh, I think, by design intended but not to this extent well and yeah no i mean that's kind of you know it's we've said this a couple times it's the most perfect timing for this game to come out you know we got to remember it was it was delayed you know this wasn't the original release date and uh everything kind of just fell into place you know like tetraminos for this game and it's been it's been great It, it really has uh, it really, because, it really has, um, and and so. But, but to, to to loop back, like we've had a couple people reach out. And it's like, hey, I'm playing this with my kid. Your yes. show's really acceptable. You know that me and my 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 kid can can listen to and also enjoy playing the game. And and to be honest, like that's what I'm doing too. Yeah. You know, my child is three, and he you know got into pocket camp the couple months that I was playing pocket camp before the 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 Switch game came out, and now that it's uh it's on the switch you know every day he's like all right daddy it's time to run your dailies you know <laughs> get <Right>. in there <laughs> dig your bones up sh- uh hit your rocks and uh and do your dailies daddy because i want to watch you i don't even want to play right um 
Which is funny. My kid says exactly the same thing. Now he's 27, uh, so it's a little stranger, and it makes me feel weird. But (laughs) does your kid also sit on your lap as you play Animal Crossing? Not since that first day. Oh, jeez. Well done. Um, so, uh, so no, but he, he's he's definitely playing. Um, I've actually, my, my wife is not a video gamer, and I'm really considering getting her a Switch Lite if I can find one and, uh, and seeing if that's something she'd like to play. Uh, see, I, I, I kind of screwed up a little bit. Oh, no. Because I... I you know I I play Animal Crossing mostly in handheld. Yep. And I kind of want to get I kind of want to get a light and start a second island. Ugh. I kind of want to get a second light and start a second island. And I've always been like, well, I don't I don't need the the light because I stream and you can't plug the light in at all. Right. And you know, I, I'm not you know this game I'm not gonna buy this game twice. <laughs> who, who would buy this game <laughs> twice? And then I find myself three months later or two months later just like, yeah, I need a light and I need a second island. And all of this sounds correct to my 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 quarantined brain right now. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this though, because I've actually talked uh, not talked. I, I've I've heard about uh, people creating. Uh, Nintendo accounts on in, in other hemispheres, so they can like Southern versus Northern. Yeah, and and so you can have a separate Nintendo profile that you can use on your Switch. It's not a, it's not a problem. No, it's not. But but does it? It doesn't make you use the same island in that case, does it? I I have no idea. I I would think it would because they say one Switch, one island per Switch. But then it would be. Weird. I think whoever the main account, you know, the the island manager, whoever started the island, that's where your island is going to be. Put. That's what that's what I would think. But I but I'm hearing I'm hearing people switching back and forth on the same switch. Interesting. And I haven't that, heard any that's of that. Weird to me. I but yeah. So I, don't I mean, know, it maybe... makes sense because you know it's a region free console and people, you know, they they get. Um, different region because you know there's some games that we can't get that are in different regions right so or like if you get a a dev code sometimes it's only in the region of of you know australia and uh you know you just create a quick australian account and log over but i didn't hear about this uh, multiple multiple islands per regions that's interesting yeah so I, maybe i'll do a little bit more research and have some more news about that next yeah week. and i'll do some research about buying a second switch and, <laughs> and seeing how that goes <laughs> very cool so um basically the the, the animal crossing thing crosses over huh, as as it were and uh there's a thing going on this weekend right oh yes <laughs> yes. I know I'm uh, going to be playing a little bit. Are you going to be playing a little bit? Uh, well, here's the great thing. So New Horizons is coming to Tetris 99 um, with a Tetris Maximus Cup. And if you aren't familiar with Tetris 99, it is a Battle Royale Tetris game. And if, uh, if you have an online account for your uh, Nintendo, which is only $20 a year, you get uh, Tetris 99 for free. 
So they have these certain events that are normally tied around other games. Uh, Ring, Ring Fit Adventure was one. Luigi's Mansion 3 was one. And they're just pretty skins that, that can go on to your, your game once you unlock them and get 100 points. Um, the minimum points you can get per game is five. You know, if you get knocked out right away, you got five points right there. So you would have to play a, a, a couple games. But if you're like me, um, and you normally end up in the top ten, if not the top five, it's only a handful of games until you hit those hundred points. So yeah, before Animal Crossing, Kurt, Tetris ninety nine was my number one played game with over a hundred hours played. So I didn't play that many hours, but I think it was my number one game. Uh, no, you know what? Octopath Traveler was my number one game. Yeah. But so, but, but then Tetris 99 right after that. Tetris 99 is still like... I still pop in just to get a few games in every now and again. I don't because my, my nerves won't take it. And uh, <laughs> if, if you're not that good at Tetris 99, I can say don't play on your Pro Controller because your D-pad on the Pro Controller is very you know feather light on that and you'll it, it's better to either get a 8-bit 30 dough or just use your joy cons in the dock but um i love it i you know i've i've gotten tetris maximus twice in my life and like i don't know tw 20 to 25 second places but i can just zone out i mean tetris has kind of always been my thing so yeah. i've been using the splatoon 2 theme so i'm excited to see what music they use for the Animal Crossing event. Oh, yeah. It's um, got to be all KK, right? Uh, or just like the main theme. I don't know. Or like, you know how the themes change during the day? True. You know, different hours? Yeah. Like, if we can get that five o'clock hour song in there, I would be set. Because yeah. the thing is, right? You want something a little bit more calming. So when you get deeper into the game, uh, the music doesn't stress you out and you start panicking and throwing dice or tetraminos in the wrong place. Right. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check it out this weekend. Uh, I, I haven't been playing Tetris 99 in a while, but but yeah, I think, I, I think I'll do that. We should have started a Tetris 99 podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> five, minutes, five minutes each week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's, uh, that's your event. It goes from Friday to Monday, I believe. Yep. Um, so Nukazan Highlights. Yeah. Should this so, be a weekly thing? Well, so what I'm wondering is whether or not people would like to hear about uh, things that are selling on Nukazan uh, most recently every week and see how how much things are selling for. It is a little insane. Not going to lie. It's it's Some of the pricing is a little crazy. Now, we've uh, talked about Nukazan before. Um, why don't you give us the quick TLDR about exactly what Nukazan is? So Nukazan is a place for people to purchase and sell things that they need to complete their collections of items within the game. So, for example, uh, you can buy, I'm looking right now at an acoustic guitar. I don't have an acoustic guitar yet in my music room. We'll talk However, after this. What's that? We'll talk after the show. Okay, you got one in your in your nook, Granny. Well, no, no, no. I I can craft them. <laughs> oh, okay. So so we've got acoustic guitar in here, uh, Nukazan, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different styles. Uh, in the game and in in on Nukazan, and they are going for a hundred and thirty thousand a piece. 
What? 130,000 bells a piece. Yep. What? Yep. Why? I I I don't know. It's like eight wood. Know. Uh yeah. So um so here's another one, the Aquarius urn which is I believe the uh one one of those items that happen when you can uh get the get the shooting stars and, and Sure, 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 yeah. sure. That's going for a mere 2.5 million bells. Now, I believe that what? a bunch of these are because people are time traveling. Yeah. Um, what I have heard are the seasonal items are going for a lot of money as well. Um, I've heard even things like uh, cherry blossoms. I think one cherry blossom you can get 250 bells for. Oh, boy. Uh, they've oh, got man, don't tell me things like that. <laughs> an autumn wall, which it's not autumn. You shouldn't have this wall. Yeah, that's uh, true. It's a million bells. Mm. Yeah, so so it's uh but then there there are other things like the bamboo grove wall. I don't think that's that uncommon. No, I, I'm almost positive I have that. Me too. Hundred thousand bells. What the heck? What the heck? What the um, heck? <laughs> uh bamboo shoot lamp, hundred thousand bells. Why? <laughs> I don't I understand. I don't know. This. I don't know. I mean, that uh, seems to be more valuable and more of a steady economy than than turnips. Right, right. Uh, birdhouse, hundred thousand bells. The heck? Yes, the <laughs> birdhouse of the soul. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's do that. Let's, you know what? Every week, right? Let's find the most ridiculously high priced item and uh, and bring it to the table. To see if we can help people make a, a quick couple couple million bells off of a, something like a right, and a, we'll only charge our normal finder's fee of, of about twenty percent. Twenty percent, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's it's that's standard. generous. It's, yeah, uh, we it's, didn't it's, set that. No, it's no, it's it's the st- yeah. <laughs> the Nukazan standard pricing. <laughs> oh, so geez. yeah, so I, I I don't know. I it's it's a big enough thing now that I thought it would be nice to kind of highlight things a little bit. Sure. No, I I mean I I know that it's there. I don't ever use it, but I mean when you're bringing stuff like that where I can easily, you know, cut down three trees and make, you know, three guitars out of it. It's it's kind of silly not to at least look at it and see where I can make some extra money. So, let let let's be serious about the 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 whole Nukazan thing though. What is your feeling about whether or not this should be a thing, and is it harmful or helpful to the game? Oh, well, it kind of—I don't know. My 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 easy out is I don't know, because there's no real currency being you know traded through right. hands, and that's that's where Diablo 3's auction house really was broken and broke that game was people paying actual money to to get the gear that they want <sighs> i see i don't know i i could see myself selling on it but i don't think i would actually purchase on it well let's say that we didn't have the community that we have in the discord oh God, what no we can't say that let's say that we didn't 
which is a robust, amazing community. But let's say that we didn't have that and you were missing, oh, I don't know, a saber tooth tail to complete your museum. And you've been hunting for weeks. And you see it on Nookazon for a mere 150,000 bells. Uh-uh. No, I mean I'm I'm no? still I'm missing I'm missing one piece for my for my dinosaur museum. And And, and what is that? I I still don't know. I got to go. I still <laughs> I haven't written it down. I keep going back in there to make sure it's the only thing and uh it's it's not the pterodactyl, it's the other bird. The yeah. The bigger one. The bigger um, one. But I think I'm missing like its arms or something. <laughs> but I know, no because like I no because I'm gonna get it at some point and right. It's just I I they don't sell for that much. Like a pocket full of bones. If you had an entire pocket full of bones, it wouldn't equal a hundred thirty thousand bells. Well, I don't know. Have you seen the bones that I carry around with me? They're pretty special. You you throw them and you read them. I don't know. The, I, <laughs> They're like what? Your ancestral bones to help you look into the future, right? Look, Grandpa said he wanted me to have them. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so no, I, I I don't see myself buying buying bones or I don't know, but I, I I don't know. I'm very split. You know what? I'm going to have to do my research. Yep. And go to Nookazon myself and kind of look to see how much things are because I don't know, you know, buying a music room would be pretty, pretty tempting. Yep. Yep. Especially so, on some of those big ticket items that are harder to get. So we'll see. Yeah. So, you know, what's really cool is the talk of fossils and everything kind of rolls right into our next topic, which is museum day. What? How do segues work? I so, know. <laughs> So, starting on May 18th, we enter the International Museum Day event, and that will run until May 31st, uh, so almost two full weeks. And what it is, so far, is you go around and you have a punch card, and I guess you just go around getting your card punched on each part of the museum. Yeah, stamps, but but you know, same thing. You yeah. punch you punch your stamp on the card. And yep. then once you fully get your card um uh stamped out, you get a gold plaque for each one of the fish, the butterfly and the fossil um gold plated that you can hang inside your house. I have some questions and concerns. I as do I. And, and so right now it looks like well, and there's no art plaque, so it's only fossils, bugs, and and, and fish. <clears throat> but it appears that you have to fill out three stamps per card. Correct. And this event is lasting two weeks. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You know, the the May Day Maze event where it was like, yeah, maybe this comes in, you know, not every day, but twice a day or, you know, or I'm sorry, twice a week or or maybe three times during the entire event. If I, I here's the only thing I can foresee is that you cannot collect more than one stamp. Per day. A day. Yep. That would make sense uh, because. 
there are nine stamps that you need to collect and 14 days. So they allow for people to miss a day. That makes sense. Uh, or allow for people to miss a few days. Yeah. But that would make sense to me where you have to do, you, have, you get one a day. If they allow you to collect them all the first day, I'm sorry. That is lame. That, yeah. That, it, ju- it just, uh, I would be aggravated if that actually were the case. I... Because it's another long event that doesn't, there's no reason for it to be long. I I I'm I don't know if the word disappointed is what I wanted to say, but I'm a kind of I oh I just said I'm a kinda I'm a kinda uh upset that you know just filling out your your stamp book is only getting you plaques for your house. Like I was hoping that something would actually happen to the museum itself and not just be something that I put in my storage that I never use. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of the plaques, and and we've already got some other plaques in the game, and they're mostly the HHA plaques, right? Yeah, and I just um, throw them right in storage. Yeah, but but I've actually got a room. Uh, <laughs> Your plaque room. That well, it's not the plaque room, but I could see myself hanging plaques on the wall and having a plaque wall. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that working. Um, the other thing that's um, really interesting about this and that I love about this is that it starts on May 18th. And you cannot time travel to May 18th. That's true. They basically explicitly said you have to be, you have to have the real world date of May 18th. There's going to be a patch, right? Uh, or, or it is already implemented already in the implemented. version 1.2 patch. Okay. Okay. Which makes me believe that they are fully aware of time travel. They are fully aware of what people can do in time travel and they're just saying, "Don't forget, we still can control this." Well, oh boy, I I I mean, yes, obviously, because time travel has been a thing since the GameCube days. So like right, 19 years. So yep. it's it's no secret that people uh get into their TARDIS or their DeLorean and hit 88 miles per hour. Right. But, yeah, I, I also read that, like, they, they're like, yeah, time traveling is not going to work for this. Sorry, boys. But but what's what's cool about that, though, is that um, because, well, so I've always thought that for all of these events, they're just, they're just going to hold a patch, and then when the patch gets released, then the event will be available. Um even for time travelers and they usually released it what the day before. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. I got no problem with that, but this has been in the game for a while and they said, <laughs> yeah, we can still do- control this. So don't, don't get, get ahead of yourself. We can still control a lot. Yeah. We still have all the controls. And, and I, I love that. I yeah, love me that. Too. So, so I, the fact that, that time travelers have to wait until the 18th, I am so happy about it. It just it, there's something about it that just makes me happy. So, uh, so I'm looking forward to it. It's a new thing. It's not it's not tied to a regular holiday. No, um, no, no. So it's it's just a special event, and I'm I dig that a lot. Me too. I just um I'm going to wait and hold judgment until I actually get my little paws on it. Uh, agreed, agreed. And I I, ho- I I just hope they make it interesting. 
Like if it's just storyline and whatnot, cool. But I but I want it to be interesting and I want it to be compelling. And with that note, we're going to take a short break. If you are on the podcast, enjoy the subtle tones of Kurt talking about Anchor. And if you're here in the live chat, give us one moment and we'll uh, we'll interact with you guys. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back to Nook's Tavern. So we're going to look at the community spotlight this week with a couple uh, couple cool Zelda things and uh, one of the greatest comedies of all time on television. So, Kurt, there was a dungeon mm. that was made? Yeah, so what? we've seen uh, people make, make Zelda levels kind of on their island, but this guy created a Zelda dungeon in Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's Only absolutely it's- insane. It, it really is. It's 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 above ground, but you still have to like path it the right way, and you have to get to the end. And he's got one of the monster statues at the end, as if you're fighting the boss. Yeah, and, and it's so cool. But it's all terraform, so like you know, yes. you're there's there, you got to jump over waterfalls and make these weird intricate jumps and side steps. And and at the end, there's a there's a big golden chest, you know, after you defeat the monster. And I can't even imagine. I can't imagine how many hours this person has put in to making this beautiful dungeon. Man, it's insane. And if you haven't watched the video, they will be in the show notes. Yeah, I think so. Yep, it's 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 great. I mean, the creativity just never ceases to amaze me at this point. And that's really why I wanted to always dedicate a little bit of the time of our show to the community spotlight. Because, yes, we're all playing this wonderful game together, but some people are playing it at an elevated level and get to um, graciously give their wonderful creations or their videos or their pictures. You know, they get to show it with us. And I'm always thankful to see uh, something new. Right. Something new would also be uh, music videos. Yes. And we had a music video hit uh, from, I think it was St. Louis Ocarinas? I believe so. Yep, STL Ocarina or something like that. Yep. Where they did an in-game animation um, of some of the favorite Zelda songs. Right, and the word is they used the ocarina in the game and because you can't actually play a tune on the ocarina, you just play random notes. It actually, they actually had to go in, find the right note, cut the audio, and match it up with what they were doing in the video. The editing time alone would have made me insane. Uh, oh, see, but- and I thought, I thought what they did was actually just record the audio live on an ocarina at home. No. Oh, what? <laughs> they played the ocarina in game <laughs> and and then cut the audio no. from that no. because they had to find the right notes. It, uh, that's it's crazy. Insane. That's yes. insane. Cuz they they included so many songs. I would have just <laughs> said the heck with this. I'm going to record I'm I'm part of the St. Louis Ocarina Club. I'm just <laughs> going to play my ocarina and right. and and lay the audio over the video. Nobody nope. would know the difference. Nope. nope. Oh, that's insane. Yes. Yeah, it that's... is it is crazy, oh, but it's Lord. brilliant. No, it's they, wonderful. Yeah, it really is. It, you should definitely you know, it's weird. I was going to say you should go check it out to people in the in the uh, listening audience, but the links are going to be in the show notes, so that's going to be cool. Yeah. And then the last community spotlight I want to call out is somebody 
recreated a f- one of the funnier scenes in Parks and Recreation where uh, with all the cast members standing around, uh, it was a coffee maker, right? Yeah. Yep. Coffee maker. So the coffee maker uh, scene where they're fighting about who broke it and how Ron Swanson is very angry and, uh, you know, s- crash cut to Ron saying that he broke it because <laughs> it burnt his hand, so he punched it. But, like, they have the expressions down. It, it just it flows, and it works so well. And, you know, I've seen a couple, you know, Friends uh, recreations, and uh, I think I saw a couple... Um, uh, what's that show I do not like? Um, Big Bang Theory recreations. Yep. But this, this one really, uh, since I'm such a huge fan of... Parks and Rec, it kind of just takes the cake for me. It was it was wonderful, and and the the user who put that together was Twitter user oh so precious sixteen, and oh my god, it's just it's so well done. It is. It's, it's so well done. And like I said before, man, I I love it. I love that I can like you know have these wonderful videos from these people, and then have the opportunity as well to highlight them and give them out to people who may not be you know trolling Reddit twenty four seven like I am. Right. Right. <laughs> so, oh, wait. I hear him. Go let Hold your on. friend in. Let me go. Let me go see. Let me go see if he's around. I'm pretty sure he is because nobody right. sounds like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a moment to do our favorite segment Behind the Bells, the Nook Syndicate story. Uh, What's up, Bagman? Hey, 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 Phil. How, how, how you doing? Uh, oh, man, I'm all right. How has your week been? Oh, you know, fearful. For uh, somebody uh, who uh, constantly has a bag on their head, you seem to be sweating quite profusely through it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's it, it's just, oh, uh, it's just <laughs> so right, much you're getting, sweat. You're getting sweat on me. Please stop. <laughs> okay, so. So what, uh, are you, uh, what are you here to enlighten our, uh, our friends with today, Bagman? Okay, so uh, th- this week we're going to be talking about uh, Blathers. Now, now Blathers is everybody's favorite curator at the, of course. At the museum. Very kind. He, you know, oh. he constantly says, "If I only had the money to purchase these, uh, I would." I'm sorry, but I, you know, the wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. So um, I'd like to explore the the relationship between Blathers and Nook. And uh, I mean, what, what's really what's really great about Blathers is we actually know a lot about his history. Uh, he, he, he grew up in the city with his sister Celeste, which is a, a story for another day, but um, and then he went to college, and that's where I think he met Tom Nook. Huh. What and, college do you think he went to? Uh, University of Feathered Union. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say Temple, since he's an owl. <laughs> Stop sweating on me, please. <laughs> okay, so um, so, so at, when he was in college, he revealed his entomophobia. Now, is what, you know what entomophobia is? No, what does that mean? It's it's the fear of insects. Oh. Yeah. So, do you know why he's afraid? Well, no. I'm sure that you have a very reasonable. I, well, it, it reasonable or not, this is the story he's told. Oh. So, when it's literally a, from the bird's mouth. He, it is. When he was a child, he had a mantis egg case rupture on his neck. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Causing, I'm sorry, what? 
causing thousands of mantises to fly out and terrify him. No, no. Alright, hold on. You gotta calm down. No. This is canon. This is from City Folk. This is This is his... This is his... From his conversations in City Folk. I hate it. I hate it. Continue. Now, my supposition is that Tom Nook may have been the one to plant the egg sack, uh, positioning him as Blather's friend and provider, giving him a museum to work in because that's what friends do. Because if, if, if Tom said, hey, you know, uh, all these insects, it's okay, even though I planted them on your neck, it's, it's okay, uh, you, you'll, be, you'll be fine, I will help you through this. I've got questions. <laughs> Sure. That's, That's the wrong emotion. Uh, um, so are you saying that Tom Nook has some weird Munchausen uh, phobia-inducing pan? You know, do to 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 keep people in line. Like, what what would be his motivation to to keep Blathers uh, completely terrified? Oh well, so it's so the terror end of things is just a means for him to act as. Blather's savior and friend. Mm, and you need to seize the means of productions, yes. yeah. Yes. So uh what what happened is so so he gave Tom he gave uh, Blathers his his museum job and everything. However, if Tom was a real friend, I I'll, I'll put this to you. If Tom was a real friend of Blathers, would he insist on an extensive insect exhibit in the museum? Well, mm. I say nay. Well, knowing about his severe entomophobia, which I'm going to keep saying because I finally know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, if he, if your friend who you've given a job to has massive, massive fear of insects, why would you surround him with insects every day? I can't answer that question back then. So, and then on top of everything else, because it's Tom Nook, I say the museum is the perfect front for moving stolen artwork around via red and laundering money through the museum. Uh, and, and, and honestly, laundering the money really is going to come when Brewster appears, because that's the perfect place to wash your dirty money. That's true. And besides, who puts a coffee house in a museum? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, he might, I don't know, the Art Institute of Philadelphia. Nope. The Franklin Institute of Philadelphia, I guess. Franklin which would Which would have made more sense if he went to Temple, because that's where they would have gotten the idea. But anyway. Anyway. So, uh, so that's, 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 that's uh, yeah, well, yeah. Are you going to leave heard. early? I thought I heard a hoot. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, well, that's on the door. That's on the door. Get, get, get out of my office. Oh, get out oh. of my studio. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, it's good to see that he's uh, still insane, and I'm sure one of these days he'll figure out that, you know, we broadcast this live out to, you know, dozens of people. Hey, Kurt. I think, I think that's why he has to leave so quickly. I always figured he just had to use the bathroom, but what do I know? Anything else, Kurt? I think that'll do it for this week, except for our, our, our. Oh, uh, you're on it. Yeah. So, except for what you have to say next, then. Sure. <laughs> All right. So, you guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch at Nook's Tavern. 
If you have a moment, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Like our newest five-star. Our newest five-star is Shanda Panda, who should be in the chat room right now in Twitch. Uh, and she wrote, It was fun and informative. I really enjoyed these guys talking about flower crossbreeding and the new things happening for May and June. Also, an interesting take on the conspiracy of Nook definitely worth a listen can't wait to see what they come up with for wedding season so because shannon was in the top uh top 10 people to leave us a review shannon you have a piece of beautiful artwork coming to you from none other than our in-house mu uh, musician well that's right because her <laughs> she's those pens are her instruments um emily swan has gifted you this wonderful picture and uh, enjoy. Uh, I'll email that over to you whenever uh, I get off the show. I, I hope you enjoy it. Um, you know, these, these pictures have been coming out really wonderful. And uh, that just reminds me, if you have left a review and you have not gotten back to us yet, Too Broke, Too Prosper, Jim R. Schultz, Anonymous, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you got to get in touch with us because... Uh, you guys are coming up soon, and we can't start working on your artwork if you don't let us know what you want. With that said, though, all ten pieces have been filled. Um, yes. Which is awesome. So uh, thank you guys for taking the time for going over there and leaving us a, a five-star review. Just because we're not giving away art anymore doesn't mean you can't still help the show out. Um, you know, financially, we're now affiliated on Twitch, and uh, we can take subs and donations there. There might be a Patreon sometime in the works. So keep your ears to the floor on that. I want to say thank you to um, Emily Swan, who does all the artwork and these wonderful uh, comps for, for our first 10 listeners. You can follow her at a swan named Emily or support her over at a swan name, uh, patreon.com slash a swan name Emory. Emory. Jesus. Emory. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this show. Uh, join the wonderful Discord community that we've been talking about all night over at tiny.cc slash Nook's Tavern. And thank you to B-Mel, who is our bell boss of the episode. Kurt, where can people find you? I can be found all over the place, but on Twitter, I'm at VO by Kurt. On Twitch, I'm at Kurtstable, where I have my Storytime with Kurt podcast. And on GSTU Media, on Sunday nights, we do the Bromigos of the Streampocalypse, where Phil and I and a, and a couple other guys play Sea of Thieves. And on Mondays and Thursdays, I'm over on FTH Beyond doing the Marvel Strike Force podcasts. You can find me all over the internet at Imaginary Nomad, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, with one ice stream five nights a week from Sunday all the way to Thursday. So um, if you want to know my schedule, either check out my Twitter or just head on over to Imaginary Nomad on Twitch, and my schedule should be down below the panels. Uh, oh, and also I, I do a comedy show called Botch Podcast, which is a not safe for work show uh, comedy show that's based in D&D. We have just taken that show live on Twitch, so if that's something up your alley, like a South Park plus Game of Thrones, check out twitch.tv slash botchpodcast. Anything else? Nope. Watch your bells. Have yeah. a good week. Shake them trees, catch them bees. Thanks, everyone.